If you have a dream in your heart that you are unsure about pursuing or suspect could be from the Lord, you're going to want to listen to this episode. During the COVID pandemic, many people cut back, played it simpler, stayed inside, and some lost jobs. However, I found that there was also a trend of people shifting gears, pursuing dreams that had slept until then. Rosanna and Gustavo are no exception to that exceptional group. They felt the Lord lead them in pure faith into launching a coffee line in the middle of a pandemic with a mission to reach many, and they saw him seriously show up. They came in clutch in this episode with so many truth bombs and wisdom nuggets I could not keep up. This is a special couple, and I imagine you'll be seeing a lot more of them in the future. And of course, they couldn't be bothered to leave you with only one life hack. They brought three. From skincare tricks to first-time homebuyer tips, this is a good one all the way to the last drop. And don't miss our big announcement in this week's episode. Let's do this. Hi, and you're listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenilee Samuel. All right. Thanks, you guys, for jumping into today's episode. I'm super pumped because this couple is a precious couple that I met a couple years ago. I actually met Rosanna first at a women's conference that I spoke at here near where I live. And she just connected and we connected to each other and she started following my podcast and then her husband did too. And then they started becoming sponsors of the podcast. And then as we were moving into season three, I was trying to figure out a merch line and how we can make things kind of cool and fun and branded. And I had the idea to pull this sweet couple into collaboration where they would take their coffee business that they own and create two lines of coffee for the podcast that are like unique to the podcast. And so they loved the idea. They jumped on board and it just made me excited to be able to bless their bless their business, which is a ministry and um, pull them even closer into the process of the podcast. So Gustavo and Rosanna, I'm so glad to have you. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you so much for having us. We're super excited to be oh, here. Well, I'm so excited to have you guys. And I love your story because I feel like, you know, a lot of times we encounter businesses, we see startups, we see people taking these ventures, but I really, really love when they're inspired by the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. people, you know, jump into that in a desire to follow what's in their heart and in response to the Lord in their life. So why don't you guys share a little bit about how you came to decide on a coffee line as a business? Cause I don't think that's what you always did, right? No, not at all. Yeah. Um, yeah so man, okay. I ha- I'd have to start it, uh, this story back in 2017. So I didn't always have a passion for coffee, but in this point in time, like Rosa and I were, were engaged, we're three months away from our wedding and I lose my job. And it was super discouraging. It was just so heart-wrenching because like, you know, our wedding is like right around the corner and then I, I lose my job. So it was, it was, um, those, it was a lot of strain. Um, but so a friend of mine tells me and she's like, Hey, I'm about to leave this job. You should apply. So at the very least you can have something while, you know, you're looking for something bigger. I'm like, cool. So that's exactly what I did. I applied and then I get the job. And so it's my first barista gig. And you know what, Jen, I don't know how to explain it, but 
I just fell in love with the process. Huh. And that's where it began. That's where my passion for coffee began. But I will say though, that there was so much resistance in the journey because I had this passion and I realized, wow, I, I love doing this. But the situation was being a barista didn't pay the bills, you know? And so it, it was very, very hard, especially for, for my wife. And so at the time I, I just felt like such a horrible husband, you know, like going through so, so many things internally because I, because, you know, now that we're newly married and, you know, um, we're in this financial hardship, but I had this passion and I couldn't get away. And, and truthfully, I didn't want to do anything else. Mm -hmm. So, and on top of that, um, there was so much resistance in the workplace. Like that first barista gig, like it was an, uh, a very unhealthy environment. So I, I had to leave that job. But that very same day, I get, a, I get another barista job right on the spot. And which I believe was totally a God moment. Yeah. And, um, but again, like in that situation, um, there's so much resistance and a lot of attack on my faith. It was, it was a lot going on. But all the while I had this passion and, and I didn't want to do anything else. And little did I know that Rose already knew by the spirit that we were going to do something with coffee, but she just didn't know exactly what. And so that's why she, she and this is why I honor her so much and I respect her so much because like all that she had been through, all the sacrifice that she had, uh, had done in order for me to continue to do what I'm passionate about. Like, I, I just, you know, I love her for it so much. Um, and so I, through this whole time, I just knew that the Lord was showing me that what we were going through was birthing pains and that yeah. out of this resistance and trial that there was going to be a business birth, but I didn't know if it was going to be a coffee shop. I didn't know if it was going to be, I don't know. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew it was going to be something. Um, and so I just held on and I just knew it was going to be something with coffee. And then finally, the Lord opened the doors for Gustavo to actually start roasting coffee. Yes, yes. So um, I get hired at a coffee company who actually roasted coffee. So this time, this wasn't just a coffee shop. This was a coffee company that roasted coffee. And in this particular company, I learned so much. I got even deeper in, in knowledge and experience with coffee. And that is when I decided that, hey, I want to roast coffee. Mm -hmm. And I had this thought like, you know, maybe I can do a business, but I was still dealing with like a lot of burden, a lot of shame from like, you know, the beginning of our, of our marriage because of what I thought I put my, my marriage through because of, you know, because of this passion and then I don't know if you're familiar with prophet Rob Sanchez with his ministry okay well we're well our church is very connected with with him and he came to our our, our church one day and he prophesied over me and this is where like it was just confirmed for me and solidified everything because he had not known anything that I was going through prior to that service and then he lays his hands on me and he tells me son what you thought that you stumbled into was actually the very destiny that I have purposed for you and in that very moment so much of the guilt and shame and the heaviness and the weight 
broke off of me. And I, I finally felt confident that, okay, I, I've gained all of this knowledge and I have this passion and now I can do something with it. And the Lord just confirmed it for me. So, so that's when I decided to roast coffee. Then um, fast forward later, I, a couple of years, I started roasting and learning to roast. The pandemic hit. And right prior to that, I had like three barista jobs. Like I was grinding it out. And then <laughs> the pandemic hit. And so we lost all our jobs. And that kind of thrusted us into just deciding, hey, let's just sell coffee. We need, we need, we need some kind of income. So let's do it. So I started roasting and, and selling to friends and family. And there was just so much positive feedback. And it was in that point in time that the Holy Spirit began to download the brand identity, the logo, the name. So it literally everything about Didomi Coffee was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Wow. And that's, that's, that's how we decided to um, take this thing on, uh, you know, head on. So that's awesome. Okay. So I want to point out a couple of things in, in your story here. Like one, I love how the Lord is so faithful to bring a prophet to come along and like, rectify what the enemy mm -hmm. tries to hold up and the lord or the lord just won't let the enemy try the enemy will try to abort what god is birthing in us but the yeah. lord won't allow him to especially if we continue walking after the truth now we can yeah. go off the deep end of course and we can start believing the lies and abandoning what the lord's put our feet to but i appreciate that you didn't and i appreciate how he brought that prophet to encourage you and break that stuff off because that yes it, it I, I went through the same thing when i got into fashion same like your story is my story but in a different context so wow. i completely resonate um but i also appreciate how when you were like you didn't get a lot of people won't move forward until they get all the pieces of the puzzle you know like yeah what's my name what's my brand what's my mission what's my this all the pieces are here okay lord now i'll put it together oh true yeah. and you actually just stepped out in obedience and it was in your obedience that the lord dropped all those things in your spirit right yeah 100 percent. i love that i love that and that's i feel like such a little nugget for all of us. If you feel like the Lord to my listeners, if you feel like the Lord is, is, is growing something and nurturing something in your heart, having all the answers, isn't necessary. Having all of the roadmap is not necessary. Just obedience and what you feel like the Lord I'm preaching to myself right now, obedience. <laughs> Come on. The Lord is doing. So, okay. So, and I love, um, I love that Rose had that just intuitive insight that allowed her which that was just the grace of the lord allowing her to move yes. to our one you know and while you had part of the picture and she had part of the picture your pictures complemented each other and and i love <laughs> i thought of the proverb that says that a um an understanding wife is a gift from the lord Come <laughs> on. he was an understanding wife Seriously. and that's that yes lord, you know yes so that's so beautiful. So you said the Lord really deposited the name of your business and the mission of your business. So share a little bit of that, like, cause some people might think, okay, it's coffee. Why is God so interested in coffee? You know, um, yeah, 100%. Well, why you share what God shared with you about why to be interested in coffee. Yeah. Well, I love that you said that because the reality is like God can do anything and he will use the foolish to confound the wise yeah. so even though he, he could do so like big things even in a coffee company mm -hmm. um but so so didomi is a greek word and it translates to give 
Now, um, I guess Rose can tell the story better about how we came up with Didomi because I had like several names and I was like so <laughs> confident about these names, but then Rose drops this on me and I was like, wow. So I was just looking through my photos um, in my phone and I found this photo uh, from a study I was doing in 2017. This was even before we were married. And it was just that word, Didomi, it was from the concordance. And I just took a picture of it and it was Didomi and it had the definition of it. And I just knew, I was like, this is the name of the business. And yeah. so I sent it to Gustavo and I said, this is it. This is the name of the business. And we couldn't, we couldn't shake it. And I was just like, I don't know why I still have this picture of this specific word for years. Yeah, this was way before we were ever engaged. She had this photo in her in her photo library. And it, it, it blew me away because like our, our, our mission is to be a prophetic voice in our community. Because he, here's the reality, like, like every person is significant and there's a dream like buried deep in every person's spirit. And what we want to do is to prophesy to the community through our branding, through our content, through just anybody that encounters the Domi Coffee. We want everyone to know that you have something to give. Mm -hmm. There is something, and, and people kind of take that as more like a surfacey thing, like, oh, like, you know, we have something to give charitably. And of course, like we're, we, live lifestyles of generosity yeah. and it's important to be generous but what 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 we mean by it is much deeper mm -hmm. like there there's a dream inside of you that is meant to impact this world in ways that that you couldn't even imagine yeah you know there, there's there's gifts there's passions that are that are buried deep in your spirit that god wants to pull out and use for his glory and so um that's that's definitely the bottom line Cause that's what our motto you have something to give yeah and you know it of course for the coffee drinkers like you know you can have a a nice cup of coffee and um but it's just like so much more than than the coffee it's the it's the process yeah of it and like that's why i love that god called us to this coffee roasting business because when you roast coffee you bring out the qualities of mm. the bean yeah. and I just feel like that is kind of like a reflection of what God does with us like yes. you know he he puts us in like a trial fire and he brings out like the yeah. I don't just yeah. like the good stuff yeah. <laughs> and and I just feel like like our our whole mission is that like God can do so much with so little and even if you think like you don't have time, finance, energy, like God can do so much with so little, like mm -hmm. he did with us, like, yes. wow. <laughs> Yeah. And I love, so. I love that the mission being that you have a gift inside of you that the Lord can work with, because like you said, the Lord takes the foolish things to confound the wise. I feel like, like when that little boy in the new Testament story brought the loaf and the fish to go to the big, yes. yep, you know, he didn't Come expect yeah. it going to become the seed of a miracle that fed. Oh man, that's so you good, Jen. I mean? Yeah. Like he didn't think that. And then, you know, I just think of these, all these different times, even the, the people in the Bible, the guy who just had the donkey, you know, just walking along. Yeah. Come on, yes. His donkey was going to be used to carry the savior of the world, you know? Oh yeah. my gosh. Like, I was just reading that. That's so good. 
your wow. little dream, if you will, yeah. of roasting coffee. We don't know what the Lord will do with that. We don't know if the yeah. Lord yeah. will you guys super prosperous where you fund some kind of mission that saves Come on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so I think I think in our in our arrogance and our flesh, we can we can minimize the dream and the gift that God has put inside of us. Wow. Yes, one hundred percent. Cause we just like, you know, imposter syndrome, we can try to downplay, well, I'm not one of those big blah, blah. I don't have flashy gifts, but the reality is God in his wisdom, God in his supernatural outstanding way of planning everything. If he saw fit to give you guys a dream to do coffee, well, that dream is going to be a big part of God's plan in the earth because yeah, wow. you're a big part of God's plan in the earth, you know? Yeah. And so anyways, that little rant is to encourage any listener that feels like their gift is not meaningful or that their dream is not spiritual, God can use anything. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, really quick, if I can, I want to just touch, kind of piggyback on what you just said, because um, I, I, I believe 100% that everyone is creative. And I think uh, we have this, this idea about creativity. It's only for the artist. It's only for the dancer or the, or the painter or the singer. But, but the reality is that every human being alive is creative. Why? Because we were created by a creator who, who made us in the likeness of his image. So if he was a creative, then so are you. Yeah. And um, I believe that that was yeah. for, for somebody listening out there. Yeah, cre creativity is your birthright. Yes. Even if that doesn't look like something flashy, it could literally be encouraging people. It could be administrative stuff like God has given us all a creative gift and he wants to do so much with yeah, it. 100%. Even if we think it's just a little thing. Yeah, come on. I love it. Okay, so then how does how does your business and your mission with your business, how does it tie into your personal testimonies? So I just believe that because the name of our business means to give, mm -hmm. this business was birthed through trying times trying times and yeah. there were times where we we felt like we didn't have much to give whether it was physically financially time anything and we still gave out of obedience we still gave and God always came through miracle after miracle like oh it was so hard yeah <laughs> it was so hard and you know like there were times where we we just we felt like we didn't have much and we didn't have really anything but God he was so faithful and he's still faithful and every miracle I mean whether it was groceries whether it was a car mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. he came through and and including our business like he he did this mm -hmm. like we couldn't have done this like yeah. mid-pandemic did Domi Coffee is born yeah that yeah. is only God only yep. and and you know, I just want to encourage every listener, like, even when you feel like you have nothing to give, God can do so much with so little. Yes. And I, I love the proverb that says, lean not on your own understanding, just acknowledge him. And I just think that is so sweet and precious that the Lord is like, you don't even have to understand it. Just acknowledge me and don't look at where you're at, but look at where you're going. Yeah. Come on. That's so, so good. That's so yeah. Good. And I'll tell you what, like, um, in the midst of, of these really trying times, like it, so, I mean, we've seen the hand of God move in so many ways. And I, I just, I just kind of want to share a bit of what happened. 
in that time when, um, you know, I, I had lost my job and, you know, I've been picking up these barista shifts, these barista jobs, but it wasn't really paying the bills. Well, it, 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 it got so, so hard that we've even lost our apartment mm. and we've gotten evicted from our apartment. And we, there were a time, there was, there was a moment in time where we didn't have a place to live. We didn't have our own car, but we saw, Jen, we saw miracle after miracle when realtors would tell us that nobody in San Antonio will ever rent to you with that rental history. <laughs> the very next day we get into an apartment and it could be nothing. That was nothing short of a miracle. <laughs> the next day. The very next day. And, and it's because of our willingness to step out in faith and, and just believe God and, and still give and give generously. Like God, through, through that fire that we were in, mm -hmm. God took us to the very end of ourselves beyond what we were capable of doing. And that is where God shined the most in, in, in the most darkest places he shines yeah. the most. And, and we saw his hand move like we've never had before. That's so good. I love that. And I, I'm like, in my heart, I'm like, oh, you guys can move in with me. Oh. <laughs> I have a room upstairs. It's pretty up here. <laughs> um, oh man. But I just love that. And I love how even in those moments, like all that does, what, what the Lord's doing in those moments, letting you guys walk through those challenges and then stepping in, he's, he's creating a history with you that yes. your faith is built upon. 100 I mean, you know that but it's like for forever i mean we can oftentimes when we're in the middle of those moments feel like god where have you gone you've abandoned me you know you yeah. said i would never have lack i would never have need so you guys could have easily been wounded by the situation and been like we got evicted from our apartment okay thanks god thanks for providing you mm -hmm. know but because you didn't abandon him and you allowed yourselves to continue to walk with him and see how he would show up and prove faithful then he did show up and prove faithful. And so your, your faith has more roots to it. And then you have a legacy, you have a history yes. with the Lord to pull on now. And, um, yeah. that's amazing. and that's, those are, I feel like when the Lord does that, those are things we end up having to pull upon in the future when oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. challenges come, you know? Oh yeah. And, and I just want to say this, like through those times when it was really hard, um, I didn't say a special prayer or, you know, I didn't have this eloquent prayer language or anything like that. All, I mean, uh, Corey Russell, he, he's a, a minister and he has this book called uh, The Gift of Tears. Mm -hmm. And through those times, like, I didn't have this fancy prayer language. All I, I, there were times where I just went into my prayer room and I just got on my knees and I just, wept and I all I all I could do was just cry out to the Lord and and I just sought him in his wisdom and I just knew that he can bring something beautiful mm -hmm. out of ashes like he does some of his best work in the dark like Genesis 1 2 says in the earth was without form and in darkness darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and yeah so good. Boom. The universe is yeah. created. <laughs> Come on. Look at that. Rosanna's preaching. I'm writing down She's a preaching. <laughs> little nugget bomb she just gave us. Um, okay. So 
hold on i can't write and talk at the same time okay so uh then how about this i mean you guys i feel like you've infused throughout all of these explanations and situations what you've learned from all of this and from starting this business and from stepping out in obedience um and to be honest i feel like i've heard a lot of believers in the time of the pandemic being prompted to step into new ventures step there was so mm-hmm. much like from the business world the word yeah. was like the number one word i heard one hundred, yeah <laughs> i was like how I are you going to pivot 100%. your business <laughs> and and i feel like so many believers literally pivoted whether they had to or whether they just felt prompted to pivoted yeah. to new ventures and i feel like it's such a testimony of how God can take a season of lack and loss and turn it into a blessing for his children. And I feel like he's positioning his children for prophetically speaking, what will be a major wealth transfer in the days to come. Yes. I feel like he's positioning us. And that's what I keep praying over myself. Lord, I don't know where to be. I don't know what to be doing, but position me in the right time, the right place for this wealth transfer. Yes. And so I just, I feel like it's such an encouragement how the Lord works, but what have you guys learned from this whole process so far? There'll be more learned in the future. I know. Um, but that has impacted your life personally, that, has become like a core value or a core belief or core revelation that's changed your life. Go ahead, babe. Okay. Oh, so for me, I would say um, just the the how how critical it is to have the fear of the Lord. Mm. The fear of the Lord is so important in the believer uh, because the fear of the Lord brings reverence. Yeah. You know, and and I, I feel like maybe a lot of people don't really understand what the fear of the Lord is because the fear of the Lord is not like, oh, I'm scared to make a mistake. No, in, in Psalm 111, 10, verse 10, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And in that scripture, the word fear, it translates to awe. So it's not so much being f- fearful of, of, of him, but it's being in awe and in wonder of him recognizing his his majesty Mm -hmm. his power and his might because i think sometimes our perspective can be a little too small for god to do the very big things that he wants to do so we have to have the fear of the lord and understand that we don't understand because he's so big and he's omnipotent he's the beginning and the ending and and it's when we realize he's so big and we realize that we're so small, God can do very big things with that heart attitude. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Okay, I'm making more notes. Okay, so uh, Rose, what would you say was your biggest walk away from this time? I, I definitely would say that the biggest thing that I learned is that in the most, well, well firstly, it, it just because something is hard doesn't mean that it's not good or it's not from God. Come on. So if God's calling you to do something that's hard, that doesn't, don't disqualify that and be like, oh, that's hard. That's not from God because there's, there's things to be learned and and character to be grown through that thing. And that through the most difficult times that we had way more to offer than we realized. Mm -hmm. And like, I have truly learned what Paul says in Philippians 4, where he says, I know both how to be a base and I know how to abound. And everywhere in all things, um, it, I know how what it is to be full and what it is to be hungry, mm-hmm. to abound and to suffer need. 
but I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. You can. And, and I just feel like encouraging whoever's listening, if you're in a tough time or if you feel like God has called you to do something impossible, mm-hmm. you can. Yes, you can. Yes. You can do it. And don't listen to the voices that tell you it's too hard. You can't do it. It's too difficult. It's too impossible because God gets such a greater glory when we trust him and we just go with him. And I've also learned that I don't ever have to be afraid of what the future holds because God is in my future. Yes. That's so good. Yeah. So (laughs) you guys are the easiest people to interview. I'm like, just bring it. Just bring all this stuff. (laughs) Um, This is so well. And I love what you said too about just because it's God doesn't mean it's easy. Um, mm-hmm. I actually remember the, the cartoon called the star, I think it came out a couple Christmases ago and it was this sweet cartoon at Christmas time about the story of Mary, but I think it was from like the donkey's perspective or something. Oh yeah. 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 And, and they had that line in the movie where she was telling Joseph, I think she's like, just because it's hard, doesn't mean it's not God or the narrator. Somebody said it, oh, and it wow. struck me because I realized I had developed a mentality that if it's God, the grace will be so present, it'll be easy. And then when it's hard, it's like, what do I do with this? You know? And, um, <laughs> and so since then, I, it really changed my perspective in a lot of ways. Of course, I've always been about perseverance. So I don't know when I developed the mentality that it should be easy, but, um, but even like, even with my merch store the other day, I was sitting there crying because I was just so frustrated over it. And I was like, it's okay, Jen. Every new thing is frustrating at first. This will be okay. <laughs> yes. you know? And so just like reminding ourselves like, hey, new is frustrating for a while, but you figure it yeah. out. Yeah. And the Lord brings us to new stuff. He doesn't give us all the little bitty pieces. He, he It's a partnership. So we've got to do our work too, you know? Yes, and, uh, it requires faith, definitely. And I just oh, yeah. and I just want to say like, the, this, is, this is the reality. Like I did not go to school for business. Right. I, I don't know how to be an entrepreneur. I, don't, I a lot of times I, I, I get into this, this mind thing where like, I don't know what I'm doing, but all I have is my faith. And that's what you need. That's what you need. And I just want to say this to anybody who's listening, you need faith and you need anointing because God's plan for your life is so big. It's beyond you. So the anointing is important. So having that relationship, that, that intimacy with the Lord his presence being in you and upon you is crucial. Just want to say that. Mic drop. Okay. <laughs> I agree. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to extract all kinds of clips from this to throw on social. Okay, so last question. I know you guys have really been so good at dropping all these wisdoms for my listeners. Is there any last wisdom nuggets that you would want to throw out that you haven't shared that would be relevant that you want to make sure we don't miss? Yeah, I would say. Um, invest in your passions mm. like they are not insignificant and I understand like you know we, we we're, we're kind of like in our society we're groomed to you know have the nine to five you know stick with your nine to five you know go to school and those are all good things but they're part of the process you know and and that very thing that you're very passionate about God wants to do something with that God wants to breathe on that well you got to be ready and so that's what I would say is is whatever you're passionate about whatever that whatever makes your blood rush invest whether it's financially with resources with knowledge education counsel do what you got to do to build your skill, to build your experience, because you never know what God 
will and can do with everything you're passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. And I would, I would definitely advise to have a vision, whether that's a dream written out on a paper or printed out or a picture of whatever it is that, like Gustavo said, if it makes your blood rush, like put it in front of you and, yeah. and just always remind yourself, like, that's the vision and have a day one mentality rather than one day. So if you think, oh yeah, one day I'll, I'll do it one day. No, like you can have a day one, like, okay, well, this will be day one today. I'm going to do this to get yes. closer to my goal, to get closer to my dream. Wow. So I would definitely say change your mentality from one day to day one. <laughs> oh, you guys are so full of wisdom. I love this. I love it. <laughs> and you know what? You're right. I would say Gustavo, like when, what you mentioned too, about investing in your passion, um, as I've been on this, uh, my own personal entrepreneurial journey for two years, maybe two and a half, I also did not make it to college because I was busy, mm, having yeah. you know, I've, I've done ministry and all this stuff. And I remember stressing out that I didn't feel qualified. And the Lord just told me, he said, generally in your obedience is where your qualification grows. Yes. He said, the thing wow. is the things that'll create a platform for you in the future. And, um, and it, it helped break off a lot of my, um, I don't know, feeling of insignificance and my yeah. lack of willingness to pursue or take myself seriously. Yeah. And, um, but when it comes to investing into things and, and I'm considering, oh, should I pay for that whole $400 course that teaches me how to use Instagram for my business, you know, or whatever. <laughs> um, I just think to myself, I'm like, you know what, every time I invest in new skills or new knowledge, that makes money for me in the future. Yeah, it just makes me more of an asset to other companies, to the church, to business yeah. people, yes. to people who are starting out from the beginning, you know, and, um, and so I feel like, you know, obviously, we have to calculate our investments and be wise about it. Um, I don't believe in taking out lots of debt either, but oh, um, no, yeah, but yeah, so what you said is, is on the money. And I feel like that's part of how like the faithful servants who stewarded what they were given and they multiply. Yes. That's yes. how you multiply and steward your gifts right. by investing into them. And so I'm with you on that. Okay. So how can people connect with you guys now? Okay. I want everybody to know me and me and Rose and Gustavo talked about this the other day, the money that comes in for coffee. Now they've been very generous with me too. And they've made their own special agreements, how things will happen. But I just finally told him, I was like, listen, We'll just let all the money come in on your end and you guys will give me a bag of coffee sometimes. So really all the profits from any purchases that are made through my store to Gustavo and Rose, they're, they're just going to be receiving all those profits, which I'm thrilled about. And I'm excited to be able to give back to them because they've been such faithful sponsors for so long. So I wanted my listeners to know that, that when you're supporting the merch store by buying the coffee, you're actually directly supporting Didemy's vision as well. And so um, I just wanted you guys to know that. And then uh, how can people connect with you guys to get coffee? I know I've got two coffee flavors that you guys have set aside for me that will be on my merch store, but I know you guys have more than that to offer. So go ahead and tell us how to do that. Yes. So you can get on our website at didomi.coffeeco. Oh, wait, no, wait, I, I, I'm so sorry. Didomicoffeeco.square.site. And you can find us on Instagram at didomi.coffee and on Facebook at didomi coffee Co. 
the link is in the bio <laughs> okay and i'll put i'll put all of y'all's links and stuff in the show notes underneath the episode so for my listeners anyone who wants to find those links just go look in the show notes underneath the episode i think we need to buy you guys uh, a domain so that it's just like didomy.com yeah yes. yeah that would be totally that's definitely the next step for that sure that would be easy um i know <laughs> I did that with my merch store. I just forwarded it to my square site, but um, we'll work on that. But I'll put the links underneath uh, the episode. So if you guys want to connect with them on social media or on their website, you can do that. And I'd encourage you guys to buy their coffee because they actually don't flavor the beans. They roast them so the flavor comes out and it's highlighted, right? Yes, yes. 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 We, are, we are in the specialty coffee culture. So um, we definitely want to bring out the beauty in the beans. So, I mean, you can have your cream and sugar with it. That's cool. But there's so (laughs) much that the coffee offers that it doesn't need uh, milk and sugar. So, okay. So now it'd be something new. Yeah. So tell those of us who are not highly coffee educated, what is the, what is the advantage of the way that you guys approach? Like what sets you guys apart and makes you specialty coffee? So it's, it, it really doesn't start with me. It starts with the, uh, the, the farmers, the coffee farmers and the coffee producers. So with specialty coffee, what a lot of people don't know is that, uh, well, let me start with this because a lot of people don't know that coffee actually comes from a shrub and coffee is actually seeds from the fruit of it. So they look like cherries. So they're basically um, fruit seeds, but they're, but there's, di- and there's different methods that they do this, but they, they extract the pulp and the, the mucilage and the skin off of the seed. They wash them and they dry them on these beds. And that's how you get um, what people call coffee beans. And, you know, they come raw green and I put it in the roaster and I roast it. So there's a lot that happens to the coffee after it's harvested. And with specialty coffee, they're actually hand picked. Wow. So and just to put it into perspective, um, one coffee shrub produces enough coffee for just one cup. So it's it's a lot of work. Yeah, so it's a lot of work for the for the farmers and the pickers and the producers, but the quality is much higher. So what what our intention at Dedomi Coffee is that we take this coffee and we we try to find the best way to, to highlight the qualities in the coffee. So whenever you see the flavor descriptions, we're really just trying to convey to you um, what the what the taste of the coffee resembles, you know, so it, there's not like literally like black cherry, orange and chocolate in the coffee, but it's the flavor that that um, that has that type of impression, if that makes sense. And all, all of that has happened um in the soil when it's when it's grown like and it has and there's so many variables like the altitude and um where, the country that the coffee comes from and the way they process the fruit like they're just it, it's a whole process and I can go on and on about the, the thing that I love about our coffee I'm not a coffee nerd I just drink it and I think it's great <laughs> <laughs> but I love that our coffee tastes so good like brewed in any kind of way like you could brew it on your regular coffee brewer and um it'll taste good and if you can do like specialty things for coffee nerds like if you have an espresso machine or if you have a pour over kit or 
all these, all these different ways to brew coffee down. And like, you can use our coffee to do all those things and the flavor, like it's, it's good every time. I personally am a latte girl. I like milk and sugar, but Gustavo is, he's more of a black coffee drinker. Like he just likes it like espresso. And I, I'm like, I like it with cream and sugar. I think it's great with a little bit of definitely. Oh, definitely. (laughs) I don't know if that's a thing, but I always feel like if I put more milk in it, it's less likely to stain my teeth as bad. Oh, that is true. It's not as black. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. We'll go with it. I can live with that. <laughs> I can live with that. I like that. It's a good yeah. theory. Yeah. Hey, I'm just, I'm just going to give you more justification for all that cream. So thank you. <laughs> okay. So I love hearing about this. I love this. You guys make sure and check out the links. Now don't go anywhere because we have life hacks coming right at you in just a moment. And these guys pulled out all the gold. We've got three life hacks for you. So see you in just a second. <laughs> All right, guys, here we are for life hacks. Now, Rose and Gustavo pulled out some really great ideas, so I'm not going to waste any time. Go ahead and throw those awesome life hacks at us. Okay. Um, so Rose and I learned this the hard way, but this is for all of you, like, first-time home buyers. Um, we learned that it's better to have the mortgage first and then the car note. Yeah, it helps a lot with your debt to income ratio, um, which is which is really important. So I would definitely give that as a life hack for sure. Yes, I can attest to this as a if you're a first time home buyer, those who are listening, or you're looking at buying a home, if you have a car note, your debt is going to be, you know, because cars are $30,000 or whatever. That's a pretty significant amount of debt. And especially if it's on top of college debt or anything like that. And so you want to hold off on buying a new vehicle if you can um, until you've gotten approved for your home loan, because they're going to look at that as debt exposure and they will approve you for a lower ceiling for your house. Yep, yep. And, uh, and so that's what he's describing. So that's really great advice. <laughs> <laughs> My life hack is shopping for something in a different season. So like, for example, I buy all my winter clothes in the summertime. I buy all my summer clothes in the wintertime because they're always on sale. And I I know trends change and stuff, but there's some, there's some things that you can find and you can make it work with the new trends. And of course, like with trendy stuff, that's like an investment buy. But <laughs> I would say shop shopping for shopping out of season, like, you know, yeah. buy your your spring clothes in the fall and and whatnot. And also I have a skincare life hack. So I work with a lot of estheticians and they are all about skincare. And it's very important to wash your face um, at night and in the morning, whether female or male, but of course, mostly for the girls who wear the makeup. So Sometimes, you know, you want to just do a quick wash up before you go to bed because you're tired. Well, I found that Thayer's Witch Hazel, it's so good because it cleanses and it hydrates and moisturizes. So it will help kind of remove all like the residue that was left over that maybe your cleanser didn't get. It'll help remove that. And it's also so refreshing. Like it makes your face just feel so clean and cool. And then if you just 
put on some moisturizer right after that, it kind of helps lock in that moisture, which will help to prevent fine lines and wrinkles. So there you go. <laughs> and if you guys haven't laid eyes on Rose yet, I was looking through all the pictures and I was like, I need to figure out how old this woman is because I swear she's 16 years old. And so her, her skin looks amazing. And so I would definitely take her up on that advice. And it makes me happy because I actually have Thayer's Witch Hazel in my cabinet. So now I'm going to go back. Nice. <laughs> okay. So, but now we need a coffee life hack. Do you have any coffee life hacks? Oh, okay. Um, marry a coffee roaster. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would, I would say if, if, um, if you're into it and you want consistent consistency, um, make a recipe like uh, coffee to water ratio. So what I do is a one to 15 ratio. So for every gram of coffee, it's uh, 15 grams of water. And it just helps with consistency, whether, whether you're doing um, drip or pour over or espresso, you know, you just, you find that sweet spot, you know, you get that right grind size and you want to, you want to continue that over and over again. So, you know, weighing out your, your coffee and your water helps you do that. And that's what I do that every morning, like rose has the privilege of having specialty coffee <laughs> pour overs every single morning. And Lucky so girl. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's okay, what I would so, say. Okay, except I'm not a nerd and I don't gramify any of my measurements. So tell me how is that tablespoons to cups? Help me out here. Uh, okay, yeah, there's there's a golden rule. I think it's um two two state uh, I'm sorry, two tablespoons for every six ounces of water. Okay. So like drip coffee. Okay, yeah. good. I can I can rock with that. That's about how yeah. I do actually when I when I brew mine in the morning. That must be why yours tastes so good out of my machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. the golden rule there. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. You guys just you just brought it. You were some of the easiest guests I've ever had, and so. Y'all, I'm super excited to just encourage you guys, go check out their coffee. It literally tastes so good. When I get to the end of my bags, I'm always a little bit sad because then I have to go buy something at HEB and it's just not the same. So go get me some coffee from these guys. And uh, y'all, thanks for taking the time to come on the show and share your story. Oh, thank oh, you, thank so, you much so much for having us. Absolutely. We're so blessed. Absolutely. So you guys share this episode with anybody that you think would appreciate their testimony, any entrepreneurs that you know, any people who have a dream growing in their heart or anyone who just likes coffee, share this episode with them, get the word out. And until next time, we'll see y'all next week. Bye guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. For those of you who've rated or shared this podcast on social media, thank you. Reading your comments and reviews always means so much to me. Listen, let's stay connected. Come follow me on Instagram at Java with Jen, where you can follow the latest and say hey. It's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the Anchor app or on Patreon. Or of course, by sharing, rating, and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Also, we have merch coming. Stay tuned and I'll let you know when it hits the stores. Until next time, remember, you will fulfill your greatest destiny one day at a time.